<laughs> Have you heard of a band called Threaten? Okay. No. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I mean, it, the name already just kind of. Oh, I know. I was casually listening to metalcore. Sounds a core of a sort. Yeah. So you know, last podcast on the left. Henry and Ben have like a casual, they call it a um, side story. Mm -hmm. So it comes out on the regular podcast feed, but it's not like a true crime story. It's just Henry and Ben talking. Mm -hmm. And they talk about like some of the headlines and whatever, you know, they can like BS, whatever. And so they talked about this story on there and I was just dying laughing the whole time. And I was like, I have to know who this is. So right now it's what, November 23rd? Yeah. So it's 20... November of 2018. So earlier this month. Day after Thanksgiving. It, it, today is, yes. So early this month, an LA-based metal band? I don't know. We listened to it earlier. Is that metal? Mm. It kind of sounded more like... Again, it's one of those core, like, something core. I mean, we didn't listen to it for that long thankfully i listened longer than you but yes, i didn't even listen to the whole to song and then i was listening to the wrong song yeah so what about it yep well would you call that metal i mean i guess it didn't i, I mean maybe by they age, look like watered down they know. look metal but okay. but Threaten. the music is well i don't know i don't listen to metal so i what am i talking about anyway so I'll just call them a metal band. That was my question, if I should still call them a metal band. But yeah, so an LA-based metal band called Threaten stepped on stage at the Bristol Exchange, which is a music video in the UK. And they played a full set. So, you know, they played their 30 minutes or 60 minutes or whatever. <laughs> but it was to an empty room. <laughs> Dang, that's, yeah. But this was just one night on their UK and European tour, which they called the Break the World Tour. So, you know, at first you're just like, maybe it was just a bad night. Are they on a label? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, they are. They're starting out. I mean, it's... And, uh, but, you know, this wasn't the only time it happened on tour. So, during a performance in Camden, at the Camden Underground, there were three people in the audience. That's That's better. But, that is better, but I think that stop was actually before the Bristol. Um, so what happened <laughs> was that Threatened's booking agency, Stage Right Bookings, had told the venue that 291 tickets had sold for the Camden show. So that was the one where three people sh sh showed up. I almost just said Shun. Hmm. That was when three people Shun. And then... <laughs> Three people showed up. The booking agency said we sold 291 tickets. That's a lot of tickets. I mean, I don't know how big these venues are, no, but like I always picture them like little bars, you know, something. Not that big anyway. And um, yeah, so 291 tickets, but three people showed up. showed up. And then for the Bristol show where nobody showed up, <laughs> the agency told the venue that they had booked 280 tickets. So they so, booked them... Um... Hmm. Well, turns out the problem is that Stage Right Bookings is fake. Oh, it's not wrong. a real <laughs> booking agency. Stage Right, yeah. So is the record label Superlative Music Recordings. Oh. And the PR company is fake as well. 
that one was called Magic Media PR. They were all made up by Jared Eames, a.k.a. Jared Threaten. He also made up a music studio, a film production company, and um, whatever you call those websites where they, like, blog about bands. I wouldn't call them articles. I feel like reporters write articles. Yeah. But really, it could really just be any of those websites where you review, yeah, where you review music or whatever. So a bunch of those were made up too. And um, he bought followers, Facebook, Instagram followers. He bought likes and he even bought YouTube comments on his music videos. All the sense now. And if you really want to laugh really, really hard, you just have to go to any of their like official music videos on YouTube and then just look for all the comments that are older than a month. Because all this stuff came out, like, this month. Mm-hmm. But he had been buying all these likes and comments. So one comment I read on one of their official music videos was, what's his name? Jared Threaten. Is that Jared Threaten is the sexiest man alive. <laughs> wow. He paid for that. Yeah, yeah he did. So. <laughs> that's, a that's a hell of a compliment. That's nice. Well, it's crazy because they all look like they're being left by real people. Oh. oh, Yeah. So it's not like one, two, six, you know, whatever. No picture. No, nothing. No. These are like. They look like real profiles. Yeah. Which made me think, how do I get paid to do that? Uh, I can go leave positive comments on YouTube. So he also has music videos or videos showing him performing as his own backing band and playing to an audience of um, stock footage. So like cuts to the band. Well, cuts to, you know, the singer, which is him, the bassist, which is him, the drummer, which is him, and the guitarist, which is also him. And then it cuts to the audience, and then it cuts back to the band. But he obviously couldn't sing and play all his instruments on tour. He had to hire a band, Mm -hmm. and he did hire a guitarist, Joe, and a drummer, Dave, and a bassist, Gavin, and he told them about the sold-out tour. I don't even know how he found these people, but they were not local, like, musicians to him. So they lived in other states, you know, different places like that. And the tour was in Europe, was in the UK and Europe. So they had to get together and rehearse and all that kind of stuff. That cost money. And then actually go on their tour. And we know now that the booking agency was fake and the PR firm was fake. So he masterminded this whole thing. Yeah. And the band had no idea. So they were getting together and doing rehearsals. They were discussing the tour. They are doing all that kind of stuff. These three other guys. Excited. They had no idea. Yeah. I mean, he told them that it was going to be a great tour. They were selling tickets. Everything was going to be good. Um, so they went on tour. And in the middle of tour, well, it had to have been day one. But no people show up. They had to have known. Like, that was weird. <laughs> Well, yeah, you could, you, that was weird or like, dang, this label has no pool in the UK. Yeah. So they realize something weird is happening and then the story blows up. This was on like the 13th or 14th or something like that. And everybody starts talking about it. And people are noticing that the venues that they've already performed in are leaving like negative comments on the band's public social media accounts. So the venues are complaining about nobody showing up because, you know, it's he ended up 
being able to play the venues in the first place because he paid that fee, like was a higher fee. Guaranteed. So they stayed open and let them play their set. And they had opening bands. They had all of this stuff. Still no one. But the venue's pissed because no one's buying drinks, because nobody's there. Yeah, no one's there. And so yeah, you can't yeah. So it was a mess. So the story, yes, the story blows up. The venues are complaining, and that's when the guitarist and the drummer, Joe and Dave, leave the oh, tour. Because they're like, what the fuck is happening? Oh. Gavin stayed. Gavin is very loyal, we will find out. He stayed on tour. He was a bassist. And uh, he knew funny stuff was happening, but he was enjoying himself. He was on tour in Europe. Yeah. He's from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. This I is believe. I mean, hell. He said it was his first tour. He's excited. Yep. He already paid to get over there, so why not? Like I said, everybody's pissed. Opening bands are pissed because they think they're playing for this, you know, huge band from America or whatever. It's only their guest list that shows up. So even the three people that showed up weren't even... <laughs> they were for the opening band oh, great. and stayed this for Threaten. more and more. Yes. So... Sadder. On November 14th, Jared tweeted, what is fake news? I turned an empty room into an international headline. If you're reading this, you are part of the illusion. Which, I mean, he's not lying. No, no. So, okay, what is fake news? I mean, I don't know what that means, but the rest of it is technically true. Yeah. You know, I first read about this after hearing about it on Side Stories. I read about it on the New York Times. Well, hey, if you need... PR person. Well, right? He should just be. He should just he open his own great. PR. Yeah. Well, you want to. Yeah, no, he would be great. Yeah, but the the whole. It's pretty funny. Everyone got bamboozled. Oh, yeah, it continues. So oh, his, wow. <laughs> his own brother, Scott Eames, who is actually in like a legit metal band called oh, called Thy Antichrist, I think is what it's called. Yeah. He makes a statement. And it's very long. He said, all I can say is I'm disappointed in the choices my brother has made. With the current news shedding light on his real identity and our relation and that we did have a band together in the past, I have to actively disassociate myself with his current actions. It is my opinion that with the same amount of effort and money, there is no doubt in my mind with his talent he could have done something in a legitimate, respectable manner. Instead, he's gone the route of manipulation and deceit. While he may try to spin all this as an elaborate hoax of sorts, I can assure you, knowing my brother, that this indeed was a failed attempt at entering the music industry. I have not spoken to Jared since 2012. It's true that my brother and I had a somewhat successful regional band together, but we split up mostly due to Jared wanting to take things in the direction you all see before you. I personally have no tolerance for these kinds of antics. In contrast, I do things in a legitimate way. The opportunities I have had has been a product of hard work and dedication and not through any means of misconception or deceit. It is my goal with the statement not to dis own my brother but to disassociate and express my detest for his recent actions in the music industry okay the last part was unnecessary but um pretty much pretty much yes my brother's a liar and i'm not surprised and i am a legitimate musician who would never do any of these kind of things which is fine who is jared eames nobody really knows actually so he's he's been in other bands before he was in that band with his brother he was in a band 
called Abigail Williams, which I guess is like another legitimate oh, yeah, yeah. band. Um, Sadith, I think is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And then another one that was just called Jared. So I'm assuming that was just him again. But um, he's 29, so he's pretty young. And he lives in California. And he's originally from a small town in Missouri that has like less than 14,000 people living there. Come Nobody's artist. really found out who he is. He's married, according to what something I saw earlier. His wife of eight years, supposedly, posted on a picture of them together. Okay, but the picture, and this is why I was trying to find it, to show you right now, and I couldn't find it. It was him holding his guitar with his wife, like, leaning on him. Hmm. So it was more into the guitar. and. <laughs> why does the guitar have to be in the picture? <laughs> Did she buy the guitar for him, you think? I don't know. In, in the caption, it was like, I, you know, she's talking about how they've been together. They've been married for eight years. And he, she wants to thank him for being so amazing. I mean, it, honestly, after learning everything else, it sounds like he wrote that. But I, <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like maybe, maybe she's more obsessed with him than he's obsessed with him. I don't really know. But it was amazing. Hopefully, I'll find it again. <laughs> but he is, he is an actual musician, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, my first thought when I heard the story was like, you probably can't even play an instrument, which is even funnier. Oh, yeah, because it would just be spoof central. Oh, like. yeah. But I think he can because Basis, who went on tour with him, the one who stayed in the band, Gavin, he actually says that he's open to working with him again and, tour- and touring with him again. And he said he's actually a really good musician. He said he doesn't understand why he would need to even do any of this stuff. A band member of the band Ionia. Mm-hmm. I already forgot how to say it. she is the singer of that band and she said they actually put on quite a good show and I really enjoyed them. She bought a shirt. I think she was one of the opening bands and she bought a shirt of She supports Threatened, so No, she's British and Threatened's from LA. Oh, oh yeah, she supports that. But she supports that local band where it's like, oh, we're a tiny little band from nowhere and we're here playing for you guys. Oh, yeah. Well, she did say she felt bad for them because no one showed up, so... So she bought a shirt. I just really want to know how he afforded to do any of this. I mean, his brother, Scott, said that he must have borrowed a lot of money, but how do you even borrow that kind of money? I wonder what he told his alleged wife. I'm saying alleged. I don't think he's really married. Yeah. So he wouldn't have to tell her anything because she doesn't exist. The fake news thing is funny because it is funny in that um, it's all fake. It's all fake. Yeah. That was all built on nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, which like, is crazy. Some people too are wondering, like, why he even did it. I think it was like a social media challenge. I, I would feel. Well, it just goes to show you. Well, it just goes to show you how you can just fake everything on social media. Really, I mean, obviously he was posing as these fake people, yeah. but nobody asked for any proof of anything. He sent them videos of him playing to his stock footage audience and yeah. sent emails as a woman. And they were like, okay. I mean, he paid the money, but. Of course, yeah. He paid for the followers. And the oh, comments, yeah. Yeah. But... So, I mean, I think he did it just, I think he did it for the attention. Yeah. I don't think he thought, because you have to be crazy to think that no one will find out. No, I think it's funny. I think it's just. Oh, I think it's amazing. I think he's a genius. 
I won't threaten to go on tour again in America so I can go. <laughs> I would go. That's fun. <laughs> no, I think it's great. So, and it did kind of work because we're talking about them right now. Like I said, the New York Times wrote about them. Um, venues are now reaching out to him to try to get him booked in their venue for real. <laughs> so there's some kind of demand. His Spotify plays have jumped 600%. Yeah. So, hey. Next time, there will be, instead of zero people, there will be six. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll grow. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that one time, um, I don't know if you read in the news, or Spotify and Wolfpack went at it. No. Wolfpack. Why? Well, Wolfpack put out a silent album, and it's... That's garbage. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> you <laughs> know you're going to get in trouble, though. <laughs> but, you know, they were going with the whole, like, silence is sound in some regards. They, they pushed it. They but really it was hilarious it. because no one had done that ever. So sometimes you got to set precedents, and that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what can't. they did. Yeah. Wolfpack setting precedents, and now they're amazing. They've been amazing. They're amazing before, and they're still amazing. But it's pretty funny that I think they made twenty grand mm-hmm. because so many people streamed the you know they streamed Jesus the bejesus Christ. out of it. And Spotify was not happy. But it ended up being good publicity for everyone involved. Spotify took them L's. Jesus. But yeah, it kind of reminds me. Yeah. In that sense where it was like, uh, although Wolfpack is a real band with real followers and real... Threaten's a real band, but yeah, they don't have real... I mean, now they probably have real followers. They probably, yeah. Yeah, Threaten. Huh. There's a threat. There's a threat. <laughs>